the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, here we go. It is Dudley Rutherford, pastor of Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch, California, here on 99.5 KKLA. Here live, uh, just my heart again is... uh, so concerned with our city and our state and our country and even the whole world. And normally we have a message, but tonight I wanted to just come on here on a Friday night and talk to you kind of as a pastor talks to his church. I know there are many people who are listening. You might be driving in your car. You might be at home. uh, You might be listening on the Internet but somewhere you're tuned in to this radio station. And as you know, we have a Lift Up Jesus program here Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock each evening, where we uh, open up the Word of God and we preach in an uncompromising manner. We are a local church in the Los Angeles area. We have three different campuses in Aqua Dulce. We have one in Woodland Hills uh, right next to uh, the Kaiser Hospital. And then, of course, the main campus is in Porter Ranch, California, where I've been serving for some 33 years. And again, again, that's Shepherd Church. And you're listening to the Lift Up Jesus radio ministry or media ministry. And uh, our, every, every once in a while, I come on here live. I, I don't want to do a recording. I just want to get on here and talk to those of you that are driving around in your cars and the LA freeways and kind of feel like we've reached a point where there are so many people that are just so concerned about this coronavirus that it really has people up, uh, you know, I don't know, just stressed out uh, royally. And um, I felt like I needed to get on here and just kind of share some things as a pastor, as I would share with my church, and uh, wanted to, I don't know, just pray. Uh, You all love to pray, don't you? And I, and I actually came in to the studio. I've actually got a cup of coffee. Listen to this. I know you're on the radio, but see if you can hear me sipping this coffee. See if you can do it. Come on. Come on. You hear that? That's coffee. I'm just sitting down at a table, and I'm talking into this microphone, and I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of our God and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of this city. I'm thinking of the fear that has gripped so many people because of the coronavirus. And I felt like I just needed to get on here and talk to you for a little bit, read some scripture, and then pray. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for your family. I want to pray for those who are fearful. Uh, as you know, the coronavirus uh, started, uh, as far as we know, a few weeks ago over in China, and it has spread uh, throughout the entire world. They did everything they could do to contain it in China, to our knowledge. But it has spread. It is currently in 85 different countries, China, Iran, 
uh, South Korea, Germany, France, Japan, Spain, Switzerland, the UK, Singapore, the Netherlands, Australia, all the way down in Australia, and uh, Canada, Thailand, Taiwan. It is all over the world. And I do think we have a lot of people that are trying to, I don't know, trying to keep it from spreading, but I think it's inevitable. I don't think you're going to get away from it. I think it's in our city. Uh, I know it's. I know it's in California. I know it's in New York. New York, uh, a number of cases doubled yesterday. There's a ship here off the West Coast. Um, it, there are people on board there that have uh, tested positive. Uh, there's a baggage handler in Heathrow Airport in London. There's a screener here in LAX. Came down with it. I I heard that someone at UCLA. I don't. I can't confirm that. Someone told me that. But everywhere I look, there are people who are worried, they are panicking, they are stressed out, they've gone to the stores and they're stocking up on food and water. It's almost like a mob scene. If you, you go to where the water is, it's like all sold out. I saw today lines going around Costco, people lined up trying to get inside. And I don't want to uh, minimize, minimize the threat of, of uh, this virus or any virus. I, I do think it's real. But I think that to some degree it has been overblown uh, by the press. From everything that I've looked at and studied and listened to, it appears to be, you know, the same numbers of just the common flu. Uh, we've had about 100,000 people who have been tested worldwide to this point and a little over 3,000 deaths. But I think about the hundreds of thousands of people that have carried this virus who have not been tested. And so the numbers are even lower than what's reported as far as the percentages of death. But everywhere I'm going, people are asking me, what do I think? What do I know? What do I do? What should we do? And uh, as a Christian, as a, as a believer, I think it's important for you to continue to trust in God and to realize that God is going to see you through any difficulty that you're facing, including a virus, including a sickness, including anything that's broken in your life, whether it's a broken relationship, your finances that are broken, maybe some emotional issues that you're struggling with, that as believers that we continue to turn to the Lord. It's almost like, you know, when a non-believer dies, they don't really have hope, but when a Christian dies, we we die with hope. We have a thing called hope. And what's, what's bad is when you have no hope. But I, I, I have all kinds of hope in the midst of this situation. And I'm not, I, I have to tell you, I'm not fearful. I'm looking at the bad news. I see what, you, what you're seeing. I'm, I'm listening to what you're listening to. I, I understand and have a sense of that people are panicking right now. And I, I, I just don't have any of that. Um, and it's not because I'm afraid of I'm going to get sick or I could get a the flu or any other disease. It's not. I think we live in a fallen world uh, is what I think. And it's not a perfect world. And we're always going to find heartache. And even Jesus, think about that. Jesus was in the boat and a storm came upon the sea. And everybody was scared, but Jesus was still there. He was there in the midst of the storm. And I'm here to remind you uh, on this Friday night in the great city of Los Angeles that uh, 
You as a believer have absolutely nothing to fear. You have nothing to dread. I want to read to you my friend Ray Reynolds, and he's a godly man. He, he kind of he, he grew up in this church, and one of my dearest friends, and and such an encourager. And he he sent me a, a verse, uh, Psalm chapter ninety one, and I thought I would just read to you wherever you are, and you're all concerned about so many different things, especially this coronavirus. Uh, I think Psalm ninety one is a is a great. A chapter for all of us to read. So I'm just going to read it to you. It's on the air. Uh, I, I, I think this is better than any sermon that you could be listening to right now. This is better than any conversation is to hear the words of God. And aren't you thankful for the word of God that from time to time in regards to anything that you're going through, all you've got to do is turn to the word of God and there you will find peace. There will, you will find comfort. You will find uh, strength. And I find that in this chapter, Psalm 91. So I read Psalm chapter 91 in honor of uh, those of you that are fearful, those of you that are scared, those of you that don't have access to a Bible this very moment. And God in heaven, I believe, wanted you to hear these words. Psalm chapter 91, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I'm going to have a little commentary as we go through this. I want to read that to you one more time. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. And as I go through this chapter, that's where you need to stand. That's where you need to rest. That's where you need to sit. That's where you need to lie down is in the shadow of the Almighty. You know, if you are in the shadow of the Almighty, that's a phrase that means you're near to God and that God is near to you. Verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord that he, the Lord, is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. In other words, you have nothing to fear. Verse 7 says, A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand on your right hand. In other words, people might die all around you, but as a Christian, you have nothing to fear. It says it, it, it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked if you make the Most High your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge. Then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra, you will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation." Ladies and gentlemen, you and I, in the midst of this coronavirus, we need to know that God will 
rescue us. He will protect us. What we need to do is to call upon him. He says if he, we will call upon him, he, he will answer us. And he said, I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. So I just want to encourage you with those words uh, that as Christians, I also over in Psalm 112, it says, Blessed is the man who fears the Lord and who finds great delight in his commands, which is the Bible. And down in that chapter, it tells you all the things that blesses a man if he fears the Lord and if he finds delight in God's word. It says, surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be forever remembered, and he will have no fear of bad news. That is a trait that a believer has that when you have put your faith and trust in Jesus, that you have nothing to fear, and you've heard many times, uh, I, I, I read it all the time, I hear it all the time, I don't think the number's accurate, just so you know, but preachers always say that 365 times the Bible says, fear not one for every day of the week. And the Bible does not say fear not 365 times, but it does say it hundreds and hundreds of times, which all you need to hear it is once. So it is in there over and over again that we have nothing to fear. But Psalm 112, verse 7 says, he will have no fear of bad news. You're going to hear bad news. This isn't the first, nor will it be the last, of when you and I, here on this earth, in a fallen world, hear bad news. But as you hear that bad news, the Bible says, yeah, you, will have, you will have no fear of that bad news. And there's something about a Christian, I think you know this, that once we have put our faith and trust in Jesus, that our faith is, is secure in him, that we know that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. And we know that no matter what happens to us in this life, even if we do die, that we will spend an eternity with God in heaven. My father, my earthly father, has been uh, really gravely ill for some time. He's, he's been battling uh, bladder cancer for four or five years, stage four. He's had Parkinson's for 10. He's only got one kidney, and uh, it works about 10, it's about 10% of its uh, good. And just every day, is just he's living on borrowed time. But he's been a preacher. He's, he's in the 80s. He's almost 90. And he told me one day, he, he said, son, he goes, I've never been able to figure out that verse. It says, by his stripes, we are healed. He goes, I've prayed for many people who were sick. And I would quote that verse, by his stripes, we are healed. And they, they didn't get better. They, they, didn't, they, they didn't recover. And he goes, I've always, been wor- I've always wondered, why is that? And he goes, and, and, then, and of course, now he's facing the inevitability of his own death. He says, now I understand that phrase, by your stripes we are healed. He said, because shortly, when I pass from this life to the next, I will be healed, I will be made whole, I will see Jesus, I will be with Jesus. By his stripes we are healed. And so I think we quote that a lot of times for this life, but that verse might pertain to the next life, if you know what I'm talking about. But here we are in this great city, We have many arrows that come our way. We have many things that cause us to worry and to fear. 
You and I, again, back to Psalm 91, just need to live in the shadow of the Almighty. And that's all I need is I, I just need to know that he's near, that he's with me, that I'm not alone. And um, I don't think you need to panic. I don't think you need to be fearful. Uh, my own daughter called me today and said, Dad, do I need to go to the store and stock up? I said, Honey, you might want to do that if there's an earthquake. But I don't think you need to go buy a bunch of water. I think you still have tap water. I, I don't care how sick you are. You're going to be able to drink some water. So I don't think you have to stock up on that. And I said, if you get really, really sick and you have to quarantine yourself, we'll find someone to come drop some food off at your house. Worst case scenario, you got to get on and log on to Amazon.com. They'll they'll deliver food at your house. And uh, as a church, um, you know, we have a large gathering of people. And I know that people come in here and they're concerned. And so I just say to people, be smart, be wise, do what the doctors have told us, keep washing your hands, not 10 seconds or 15 seconds, but wash them for 30 seconds or 60 seconds, use soap and water and rub those hands and get them clean. If you're not feeling good, I would not go out in public, uh, just kind of quarantine yourself so that you don't get other people sick, just the common sense things that you do normally when when you get the cold or if you get a flu and uh, again everything that i've seen the numbers of people dying are the same as they are with the with the flu we have 250,000 people every year that are hospitalized just because of the flu we have 25 to 35 to 40,000 people die every year just to the common flu all of that part of that is just life and Life is, all, is not always pleasant, but most of us, the majority of us, large percentage of us, we just you have nothing to fear, nothing to worry about, except putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. This is Dudley Rutherford, pastor of Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch, California. We're here every night, uh, 7 o'clock on KKLA, 99.5 uh, FM radio. And uh, on this Friday night, I just wanted to get on here uh, live and just talk to you as a pastor talks to his church. And uh, we'll be having services this weekend um, at the Porter Ranch campus. We have service on Saturday night at 6, and we have two services Sunday morning at 9 and 11. And uh, I kind of feel like when I'm on the radio that I'm talking to people who are driving up and down these freeways who have been caught up in, in the news, and you too are fearful, you too are worrying about this coronavirus. And uh, I'm here to tell you that as a Christian and as a believer, you need to stay in the shadow of the Lord and that God will protect you and that you have nothing to worry and nothing to fear. I think that does not erase our need to be smart and to practice good health principles of keeping our hands clean. They say don't touch your face. Try not to be around people that are sick. Just the things that you always do. But I don't think we're yet at a stage where you need to shut down your life and hibernate until you feel as though uh, that is the most important thing for you and your family at that time. I want to say a prayer. That's what pastors do. We love to pray. And uh, I have just a few minutes left on this program. And if you're driving your car, I obviously do not want you to close your eyes. I want you to keep your eyes open and But I just want to pray for you and right now and your family and all the people that you are involved with, that there would be a calm and a peace and assurance in your life. 
And uh, if you would just pray with me, and again, if you're driving, you know, keep your eyes on the road, two hands on the wheel, but let me, let me say a prayer of blessing over your life right now, if you don't mind. Pastor uh, is here on this radio program just to help you and to minister to you uh, this day. Father God in heaven, um, I come to you just as a local pastor. I'm one of many in this great city that we live and we work and we plan and we preach and we teach and we encourage people to just have a saving relationship with you. Lord, we know that when a person puts their faith and trust and they become a part of the family of God, that at that moment you become our Lord and you become our Savior. And you have promised us over and over again that you will never leave us and that you will never, ever forsake us. That wherever we go, that we will always sense and feel your presence in our life. And God, today in our city and in our world, we have this virus called the coronavirus. And we don't really know a lot about it, God. And people have been driven to be fearful and to be scared out of their mind. And I just pray, God, that as believers, people who have the assurance of everlasting life, that no matter what happens to us in this life, that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. God, that you would be with us, that you would protect us, that you would place a hedge of protection around us and our families and our loved ones and our friends. God, we pray in the name of Jesus. We pray under the blood of Jesus and in the power of Jesus that you would help us and protect us from this virus. And Lord, even if by some chance we come in contact, that even then, God, that you would bring healing and that you would bring comfort and that you would help us to overcome. I pray, Father, for all the medical workers, the nurses and the doctors, those who are on the front lines, those who are dealing hand-to-hand with those in the hospitals, those who are trying to seek a cure, those who are giving tests to the patients, those who are trying to record all the people who are sick and those who've passed. Lord, we just pray for you to be involved in every part of this process. But for those of us that are saved, God, we ask for divine, divine protection. We ask, God, if anybody gets that virus, that you would cure us 100%, that we would call upon your name, that we would call upon your power in the name of Jesus, the name that's above every other name, and, God, that you would bring healing to our land. I pray for men and women all over this world. God, we don't even know a lot about this virus, but we know that it has scared people, and we ask, God, that Christians among all people would just have a peace and assurance and have no fear over anything in this life. God, we look forward to church this weekend. We look forward to being with you one day. And uh, thank you for this time that we've had to share. And I pray your blessing upon every listener, anyone who's listening right now, God. I just pray that, that you would send a special blessing and assurance of protection against them and their family, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen and amen. Again, this is Dudley Rutherford, and I'm the pastor of Shepherd Church in Porter Ranch, California. We're here every night at 7 o'clock on KKLA 99.5 FM. And uh, tonight, on Friday night, I've done this a couple of times, I just wanted to come into the studio and and just, just as a pastor talking to his flock, a shepherd caring for his sheep. 
I wanted to come on this radio and just reassure you that things are going to be okay. This thing could get worse. Uh, there, there's no doubt about it. I, I, don't, I don't think we can put the genie back in the bottle. I think it's inevitable. Uh, they have done everything they can do, but we know that God is greater than man. Amen? Uh, but I want to encourage you to get your Bibles and go read Psalm chapter 91. We read that at the start of this program. In fact, I'll give you two chapters, Psalm chapter 91 and Psalm chapter 112. That's Psalm chapter 91 and Psalm chapter 112. And uh, I want to encourage you, anytime you want to learn more about our church or our radio ministry, our television ministry, all you have to do is go to liftupjesus.com. We have the best name of any web domain name in the country, liftupjesus.com. You can remember that. I always say at the end of every program, don't forget whatever you're doing and wherever you're going, don't forget to always lift up Jesus. Because if we lift up Jesus, he will draw all men unto himself. Our role, our task as a church, as a believer, is just to lift Jesus higher. The name above every other name, the only name given to men under heaven by which we must be saved. And it's in that name of Jesus that he loves us, that he graces us, that he provides for us, and of course, he will protect us. Please join me again, Dudley Rutherford, every night, Monday through Friday, right here on KKLA, 99.5 FM. We're here even, every evening at the Lift Up Jesus Broadcast Ministry. Again, you can find us. This is Dudley Rutherford, uh, liftupjesus.com. God bless each and every one of you.